Hey, Auburn fans, you're listening to the audio version of a topical video within the Auburn experience that debuted on our YouTube channel. If you're interested in watching that version or checking out all the other content we have there, visit youtube.com slash C slash E2C network for more. For now, enjoy the show as we continue to share the Auburn experience. Back again to talk another special Auburn topic. I'm your host, Kyle Loomis, back in the saddle here at E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. If you're watching live on the video format of this podcast, you'll see a very familiar face for those of you in the audio format. When we talk topics that are around Auburn aesthetics, Auburn history, there is one individual that comes to mind to discuss such things. And that is Mr. Clint Richardson of the Auburn Uniform Database. I'm happy to have him here with me for a very exciting and special topic podcast about tumors, the oaks, and some toilet paper. Clint Richardson, welcome back. It's always good to be back with good news. Definitely a good day to be back discussing uh, something that's been a 10 to a 12-year journey and completion Uh, The timeline is a little bit confusing to some out there, but we think we've got it pretty much nailed down. But what are we discussing today? Well, within the last uh, day, depending on when you are listening or watching this podcast, the announcement was made by Auburn University that rolling of the actual new Tumors Oaks can resume with the 2023 football athletic calendar year. It is a big day. I'm very excited about it myself. I know Clint is too. Clint, obviously I can share my reactions a little bit, but I'd love to hear your thoughts today. Did you see this coming? Were you anticipating this? What'd you think? Uh, No, I wasn't thinking about this, honestly. Just, I I don't know if we just got used to it or, or if it's just been pushed out of my mind at least, but I never thought about the fact that we just haven't been rolling those two primary tumor oak trees. Um, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. And, you know, I, I, every time we walked around tumors after a football game, I saw the signs that said, you know, do not roll this tree and just didn't think anything else about it. I, mm-hmm. you know, didn't know if we were close or, or what, but um, it's, you know, it sounds dumb, but it's big news. It's it back. Is. It's finally here. And, I can't wait for the first game to to walk out of that 2:30 Jordan Hare Stadium game and drenching and dying of sweat. But um, <laughs> to walk to to walk to Tumors and see truly a snow-capped Auburn campus. Um, you know, the last couple of years it's been kind of you see a lot of the white around Sanford Hall and on Sanford Lawn. But then once you get closer to the corner, it just kind of stopped. And and now we get to get back to, to what made Auburn's best tradition one of the greatest traditions in all of college athletics. I was going to say, if you are still sweating profusely after that game, you can just dab yourself with a little bit of that teepee <laughs> hanging from the actual Tumor's Oak trees now. I can't believe, honestly, that we're saying this because as you and I were discussing pre-show, 
The timeline, I think, is a little bit confusing to some because if you'll see in some of the official announcements, uh, it says six years since the last rolling capability that you've had of the tumors oak trees. That is somewhat true. But truly, this has been 10 years since they were taken down in 2013. And even, you know, since this saga began with Harvey Updike, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, it's just been quite the journey to get here. I even said I remember posting about this in my personal social media you know, I, this is not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Two trees is not the end all be all of the world, but what this symbolizes, what this symbolizes, what we talk about here at E2C Network, the whole of the opera experience at all. We always go there to celebrate that I wouldn't get to take my future children underneath those giant oak branches. And obviously the ones that are there now are not giant by any stretch of the imagination, but they're there and set and seem to be doing well enough for them to be um, able to be rolled now. And it's really not even the rolling part, Clint, let's be honest. It's the cleanup process. Yeah. You've seen it several times. Give people an idea of what happens, you know, when a game day is over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. Toilet paper isn't really going to hurt the tree. Um, even if you throw in hundreds, thousands of pounds of TP, it's, it's not, that's not the dangerous part to the trees themselves. It's Sunday morning, crack of dawn, you got the cleanup crew out there and it's, I mean, think firefighting. They've got, you know, pressure washing and, you know, jet propulsion water blasting off every bit of toilet paper from these trees. And that's where the danger came in. And, you know, thank, I, I'm glad we have such a good group here at Auburn that has taken care of the trees. And because when the news came out almost 10 years ago, or I guess over 10 years ago, uh, they did such a good job of just kind of educating the laymen and the, the casual fans like us about why this was an issue. You know, I think like you, like we were saying, like toilet paper itself is not the issue, but it's, it's the cleanup and this is, and that can cause, you know, all these subsequent issues with the tree itself. Definitely. Obviously as uh, someone who's got a biology degree from Auburn, this is some right up my alley taking care of the, <laughs> environment i'm not one of these green people but at the same time i do value uh obviously all living things if i can go on those kind of <laughs> sentimental routes and things uh but i love our tumors corner i love our tumors oaks and obviously a lot of painstaking effort has gone into maintaining that corner beautifying it and obviously maintaining those trees now so a lot of thought and uh uh, processes have been gone into making sure that this is the right time to do this. And so I, I love that they've taken their time in some respect, but it is time to get back to the old way of things. Just briefly, could you give us like a timeline of what's happened since that fateful day that Harvey Updike called in to say that allegedly at that time, we thought uh, poison some trees. It's the Paul Feinbaum show after all, you know, yeah. hardly any of it's real. Uh, but since that day to now, could you give us just a brief overview of how everything went down? Yeah, sure. Um, so that Feinbaum call was actually January 27th, 2011. So what, just over two weeks after Auburn took home the national championship? Mm -hmm. Back when uh, I had a better hairline than I do now, for those of you on video. I don't, I don't believe that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a, I didn't realize just how quick a turnaround that that angry, creepy old man had. Um, but that was January 2011. Um, when Auburn got word of it, obviously they did their due diligence and found that 
those allegations were accurate. They, I don't know if you remember, you probably do since you were a student here. Um, they, they dug out every bit of dirt from around Sanford lawn and sucked it up with giant vacuums. And they were cleaning up as much as they could to just not only preserve the oak trees, but all the plant life in that area. Cause the spike ADDF that he used is a deadly, deadly chemical in the plant world. So, you know, it was going to do some damage one way or another and Auburn had to do their best to, you know, negate most of it. But mm -hmm. uh, 2013 was the final roll for a day and good Lord, hundreds of thousands of people showed up to, to say goodbye to the trees and throw one last roll of toilet paper. And that was a wild day for sure. Um, February, 2015, the two new trees were replanted. So almost two years after mm -hmm. the trees were removed, did we get new trees? Um, you know, I guess we can call it a little presumptive at this point, uh, optimistic, but Auburn allowed rolling to resume in the fall of 2016. So about a year and a half, two years after the new trees were planted. And then against LSU, uh, some foreign dude decides he wants to set fire to the, uh, toilet paper. Um, so the new trees are now fire damaged. Um, the following February, both trees were replaced because of the damage from the fire and the fact that they both hadn't really started to establish themselves in that space. Um, so we got new trees in 2017 and now six and a half years later, do we get to see the rolling of the tumor oats return? hopefully for for good yeah hopefully this is the final bit of the journey that i'm just kind of as a formality calling it 10 years even though it's been only six years since the last attempt at this thing um when you look at the saga that has happened to get to this point it's quite an incredible journey i just briefly thinking back through some of the things that you discussed there yes i was a student here i was actually listening to paul feinbaum the day this guy announced i remember vividly hearing the call on my car radio on the way to golf class at auburn yes i took that as an elective not good at golf and he, that didn't help at all but i remember laughing it off thinking it's just some random bama fan and lo and behold a few days later i started getting whispers uh from certain people in the biology department it's real like it's as bad and and about a few days later that's when we started seeing the press conference things being set up and st official statements starting to kind of roll out and things like that. And the a really scary thing for me was, yes, this is a herbicide. It's not meant to hurt humans in any way. This dude, I lived literally downtown in Auburn. Yeah. This dude literally came while I was asleep a hundred yards away, probably a little more than a hundred yards away and did this. And that's, it's just, it's frightening to me that someone well, could come out and do something like that. If they can do that to a tree, what else Absolutely. are they capable of? Absolutely. Um, you know, you were, you said you were a student well, you, when that happened. Um, I was still in high school and I remember, you know, of course it's, it's again, it's just trees, but it was, it was a big deal. And I remember having some good friends who, weren't Auburn fans come up and like, what's, what's the whole, what's the big deal? Like they're just trees. Like, yeah, it's just a piece of bark. It's just a, another living organism among everything else. But like, 
to truly understand the Auburn history, the Auburn spirit is to understand why these trees were important, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was, that was kind of an odd to, to navigate through. And, and again, I think Auburn did such a good job in that 2011, 2012, 2013 time period of just educating people on the damage that was done, everything. I mean, Auburn flipped every route that they could literally and, and, and what, ultimately resulted from it so i think it you know all things considered we have the best team on hand to to handle it yeah and you just can't say enough about how it was handled all the effort that went involved from the initial onset of it to handle the situation to now to get to this point um hopefully this is the last time that we're talking about a stage of this process this is the final piece of and we're talking about the tumors oaks that our grandchildren and great-grandchildren will one day be looking back and call the tumors oak trees. As long as we never had to touch those hanging wire AUs <laughs> stretching across the corner itself, I, I'm good. It is going to be always a little bit of a fun bit of history in the Auburn uh, history uh, oh, you know, archives and in, in the Auburn experience that we can talk about. To me, this, yes, to put it into perspective, this is just some trees. But it's more than that. It's what it represents. It represents the gathering place for people to celebrate. Yes, a football game. Yes, some other athletic event. But there's graduations, birth announcements. Proposals. uh, Proposals. Clint Richardson. uh, And several other just momentous occasions that people have come to this place to gather and to celebrate together. And I will never forget being at the last roll, as many of you who are watching and listening to this will, I'm sure, or at least even if you weren't able to be there watching from afar. And the thing for me that sticks out from this whole ordeal was that one man decided to try to hurt and divide a fan base. And all he got out of it was a picture of the Auburn family coming together, not because of the hate of one man, but because they loved each other that much to be together at Tumor's Corner on that last roll day. So out of all the tragedy, out of all the sadness, out of all the ugliness of this situation, here we sit today, Clint, and we can finally, in a mere weeks, hopefully after beating UMass, let's just, and nothing's a given these days, you know, with the whole Georgia State situation a few years ago, but we feel pretty confident that in a couple weeks, you and I will be rolling Tumor's Corner with so many more. And we, we need to throw up a prayer for these trees because they are going to get so much love. But, <laughs> you know, I hope that Auburn has something planned to celebrate the first roll. Yeah, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? And this crew that's here now, I, I have a feeling that they have thought through that if there's something that they can pull off when I'm say this crew, uh, this fan experience, that, that part of the athletic department. So I have a feeling that something will be commemorated in a sense and it would be really cool any suggestions you want to throw out uh, as we kind of wrap up our time just make it a big block party a big block party with tons of tp and just let's not end it let's just have a little block party the entire night so here we sit 10 12 six years whatever year amount you want to use we are rolling tumors corner the trees again once more 
you want to follow up with me about this topic and much more, you can follow me on X, I guess, at Kyle Loomis 24 and E2C Network anywhere, including X. Uh, where can they follow you, Clint Richardson? You can follow me on Twitter is what I'm always going to call it at Clint AU24, Instagram and Facebook at Auburn Uniforms. And as always, check out the Auburn Uniform database at auburnuniforms.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode. And we're ready to see you at Tumors coming up very soon. War Eagle. War Eagle.